Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Against the Current, a The Chosen podcast. I'm Eli Hollingsworth, your host, and today I'm going to be talking about episode two, season one of The Chosen, Shabbat. Um, and this episode is a great follow-up to episode one, I Have Called You By Name. Um, we get some of the uh, curiosity of Nicodemus um, starting in here, that that whole s- storyline. I don't I don't, I don't want to call it a subplot. Um, no, it's not a subplot. It's a main plot. Yes, yes, we'll go with that. Um, we get that whole plot line introduced in this episode. We get the introduction of two new characters, um, Little John and Thaddeus. Little John and Thaddeus. Those are the two characters that we get introduced in this episode. Um, we also get the introductions of Mary's friends, who are forgive me on this um the blind lady and her husband boyfriend love interest <laughs> type character um and the um i don't think we get the introduction of anybody else in this episode. those are the main characters introduced uh running because char- uh, running characters loose term because the blind lady and that um guy end up coming back in season two episode eight um, so, kind of running characters, reoccurring characters, not lasting running characters. Um, they're not as important, but, you know, they're, they're there, they, they come back. So, um, but yeah, this episode is a great episode. Um, it, it, it definitely has a little bit more of the lively personality of the show, if you want to give shows personalities. Um... If the Chosen were a person, they would have a very lively personality, and they would be very easy to be around, and they'd say things about theology and the Bible that you never thought would be true were true. You never thought would make sense, but once they say them, they make sense. That's if the Chosen were a person, which they're not. The show is not a person. The people running it are, of course, obviously. Um, but the Chosen as a show itself, in its in its purest form, with, with music and editing and and sound effects and characters foley artists um i don't know does the chosen yeah i think the chosen has foley artists i didn't think they did adr but apparently they do <laughs> um if you did not watch the chosen youtube channel's video about it was the video about the airplane ruining jesus's line um that that was i was i was shocked i was like wow the chosen is is, is uh as if this is they're, they're a pretty big deal here because, um, I mean, you know, I always thought they were a big deal. I always thought they were a big deal. I, I've always been a fan of The Chosen. But that was particularly an eye-opening moment for me. I was like, wow, The Chosen does ADR. That was, <laughs> that, that was really, I, I, I mean, I feel bad saying it was shocking, but I mean, it was kind of just like, oh, that, that's pretty good. Um, so I was, I was impressed with, with that particular thing. If you don't know what ADR is, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go watch the um, go watch the, the an airplane ruined Jesus's line video on YouTube, the uh, chosen YouTube channel. They explain what it is there. Um, and also, if anyone knows, if an, there's anyone from the chosen listening, does the chosen have foley artists? Because I would really like to know. <laughs> they can't have captured all these sounds on cap. Yeah, if they have ADR, they probably have foley artists. But I would just like to make sure someone let me know somewhere. Or email podcast against the current at gmail.com um 
email that email and uh, let me know if you do know. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is episode two, The Chosen, Shabbat. Um, I, I feel like I like kind of just uh, the pacing also of these first episodes in season one. They're just kind of like, I mean, it's just it's just a very, I don't know, it's that chosen feeling, hashtag that chosen feeling uh, introduced in last episode of this podcast. <laughs> I, I had discovered this, this the, the chosen feeling. That's the only way I can describe it. Um, that's part of it. The chosen feeling is part of how these first episodes feel, but it's just kind of got a nice, warm and inviting welcoming feeling just with the pacing of the show because it's 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 i don't know the chosen feeling but i'm trying okay so it's pacing wise um episode one and then you have episode two this episode just takes place over one whole day like this is just one day that we're experiencing with all of our different characters mary matthew peter andrew um nicodemus i guess you could call him his own party just how all of these different people experience this Jewish holiday, Shabbat. Um, no, it's not a holiday. It's like every Saturday for them, I think. My facts are not always accurate on this podcast either. So keep that in mind also. I have not good things to know about Eli Hollingsworth. They, I am not good with pronunciation, and my facts are not always on point when it comes to geography or culture. So if I offend you with my not knowledge, with my lacking of knowledge in certain areas, then I'm sorry. Um, I'm still just a dumb teenager. So <laughs> um, disclaimer there. Anyway, um, I think it's a no, it's not a holiday. It's every, it's Saturday for them. I'm pretty sure, right? Um, so how they, each, each of these characters experience this event <laughs> let's just call it an event um this the particular day with all of our different parties of characters that are all obviously going to be interwoven throughout the show they all come together as disciples of jesus except for nicodemus as of this point in time although we know that you know he was at the crucifixion um later down the line in season six slash seven who knows i don't know um it might seem obvious that it might seem obvious that season seven would be the crucifixion but i don't know maybe they could do um i don't know it's probably true but um they might do season six could be the crucifixion and then season seven could be the aftermath of the crucifixion ah 40 days in which jesus had no no wait a minute um the uh yeah the aftermath so like the maybe apostle paul or just kind of the other things that the characters are doing the the spreading of the word more of what we saw at the end of at the beginning of season two episode one and the end of season two episode one kind of continuing from that time frame i don't know that's my theory that that would be interesting to see at least on the screen is they kill jesus off in season six and then season seven is aftermath of that but who knows we'll just have to wait and see we have no idea what uh the creators of the chosen are planning over there in their hideout with their evil villain schemes no their heroic plans of justice not evil villain schemes that's the wrong way to describe them anyway um what was i talking about uh crucifixion jesus aftermath how the chosen will end later down the line jesus crucifixion oh yes this this is the the beginning of seeing how are there different characters that will eventually we eventually be woven together into the disciples 
um, seeing how they each experience this holiday. This episode, in and of itself, may be kind of inconsequential to the greater narrative of The Chosen, uh, per se. There are a few elements in here that are very important, like Nicodemus's Nicodemus's curiosity in uh, the healing of Mary Magdalene. That's a very important plot line, and I don't know why I would question calling it a subplot. It's a main plot line in season one. Um, his curiosity of, of the healing of Mary Magdalene. That's a, a very important plot line throughout this season. Uh, so that's introduced here. It was kind of introduced. Well, no, it's it, no, it wasn't introduced last episode. Um, it was. It's it's that introduction of that is very important because it's a lasting storyline throughout the whole season. Um, but I guess other than that, there's not a, too much going on here. There's still the stuff with Simon and Andrew, which uh, Simon Simon's just kind of. That that we we all get like that when in our, in our walk with Christ. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we are like you know I got this, I got this, I got it under control. I don't need any help. No one um, is uh, no, I don't need anyone to help me. And then we end up finding out that I mean our our sin is uh, way more powerful than we can take on ourselves, and uh, we need the help of others, especially Jesus. Um, so. Kind of that little arc with Simon. That's what I like about The Chosen is that every episode when they go, I like just the message of every episode. Every episode feels like kind of its own self-contained movie, if you will. It's got a beginning, a middle, an end. It's got a theme. It's got characters. It's got character arcs. So, I mean, that's just very good in a, in a show, a, a mark to have. You have um, this long, overarching, arching, overarching theme, narrative, plot, character arcs um throughout the entire season or the entire show which is even better so you okay yeah here we got three parts here we got the overarching narrative of the show character arcs storylines themes um and then and then like below that on the wrench you got each season's overarching narrative plot characters themes etc and then go even deeper into every episode and have those arcs and themes and stuff and 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 that in-depth level of a of a show is just like it's just in my mind just that's that's the ideal for what a show especially a show like this needs to um strive for and i think it pretty much achieves um all these characters you know and it's the overarching story of jesus's life you know and um just and then you have themes every season well season one they they have a a, i guess a message not theme theme of season one jesus gathering his disciples so i guess the the message is is accepting jesus i guess you could say yeah yeah season two um is yeah 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 yeah. there you go season one especially with the plot line with nicodemus uh see there we go yes i got it all right boom It's, it's it's i got it so season one is is um important it's a very important for you to at least accept jesus into your life not at least um that's the first step is to accept jesus in your life um and so that's prevalent throughout every episode especially with the plot line with nicodemus why did i think that was a subplot it's not a, it's a main plot of the episode i'm i'm kind of mad at myself for that now i've completely turned this has been a 180 change of my mindset just in this episode um so nicodemus's plot line that is very much, you know, the start to accepting Jesus. Okay, yeah. So it does. Nicodemus doesn't fully accept Jesus in the season, 
so don't follow that part of the message, but um, just look at all of the other disciples that did, <laughs> and I, I'm sure you'll find plenty of, of, of message there. Um, so that's the message of season one, and then you got season two, which is continuing in your walk with Jesus through the strives and pressures and, and the unknowns that may occur with your walk with Jesus, um, with, you know, the trouble. When you stir up the water, as Jesus says, um, there, there, you, you cause some trouble, then there's always people who, who despise that. There will always will be until the end of time. Um, and that is, that is the arc of season two, the plot, the message is striving with Jesus in your walk with him. Um, after you have accepted him, I guess you can say I'm, that's how I'm reading this. It may not be the full intent of the creators, i.e. Dallas Jenkins and the crew, Ryan Swanson, the other one. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Um, there, it may not be their exact intent, but that's how I'm reading it. Um, so those are the overarching themes of season one and season two. And then you have every episode. I'm not going to go through every episode. There's 16. We'd be here all day. Um, but you have the themes of every episode. Um, Mary Magdalene, season one, kind of continuing the theme of episode one, kind of continuing the theme of season one in general, um, just that acceptance of Jesus. And kind of no matter where you are in life, Jesus is always forgiving and accepting of you if you're willing to accept him. Um, so I hope I said that right. Um, and then episode two, I guess with the... Uh, huh episode two um i guess now that you're restored with christ um i'll have to work on season two maybe someone else can and come up with one of you can come up with better for what the message of season episode two is um i don't need to go through every episode but yeah you kind of get the idea especially with once you get to season two episode four that's kind of a movie in and of itself because it focuses on these two brothers it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. They each have an arc. There's an there's an obvious message there. Um, uh, episodes like that, where it's, it's pretty obvious what the message is. Episodes like season one, episode two, where the message is not as obvious. The message is still there. I just haven't thought of it. Um, and that is kind of kind of what what I think a show is is ideally at its best. It's when it can do that. Overarching, overarching theme throughout the entire show, and then you have every season, then every episode. Um, and I think that's kind of what the chosen's doing. It, it's, I think it's achieving that. I would say. Um, like I said, I set the themes for season one and two, and then there's themes for every episode. So definitely, I think that the chosen is at least. It's, it's definitely not failing at that. <laughs> I'd say it's a, it's a very well made, well interwoven with its themes and messages and character arcs and because these are real people so it's obviously 10 times ha, ha, 10 times as hard um to give them actual character arcs and 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 storylines that that would that are like compelling and interesting and they're correct and and well made uh when you already have source material that you have to stick to now obviously they deviate from some of those things just a tiny little bit well i don't know they don't deviate as much just more adding in their own stuff um which is a i mean yeah you got tons of freedom we did we especially when they start having the disciples write things down and uh just kind of just making it feel more real 
Um, and and I'm sure there's some people who it's a little bit uncomfortable, I guess, at first for some people, including me. I was I was a little bit not fully on board in the beginning um, with how much they exactly change things. But I mean, we don't exactly know every detail that happened. So it's just kind of a big what if um, scenario here. And that's completely fine because, again, the disciples did not write everything down that happened. So they didn't account for every second of Jesus's life. So there's there's plenty of stuff that could have happened. And, and the Chosen is not proclaiming themselves to be what happened. They're just saying they're just adding these things to give them, again, compelling storylines, compelling arcs and themes. Um, and just saying, what if? Just to make it the chosen more compelling, make it feel more real, make it feel more accessible to people like you and me. So I can definitely, now understanding that, I can definitely agree with the uh, all the stuff that they do, and I'm very supportive of all the stuff that they add. I'm always skeptical a lot of times when I when I see the episodes for the first time. Um, that I, I when I saw them for the first time, I was always a little bit skeptical at some things. Um, mostly because I was afraid, I mean, I've always been on the chosen side. I've always been with them on everything that they add. Everything that they add, I'm fine with. Um, but that's probably because I'm not as, as deeply enriched, enriched, engulfed, immersed, yes, immersed in the theology. I had to search for the word there. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not as immersed in theology as a lot of other people, like my dad. Um, so I would always be afraid watching episodes and the stuff that they added especially in when it comes to jesus and everything that jesus says i was always afraid like oh is is because i was watching it with my dad I was, was he gonna like this is he gonna get mad is he not going to agree with that but he pretty much agreed with everything and i probably even have more criticisms about the show than he does <laughs> so just story-wise and not theology-wise but story-wise and character-wise Maybe there's a few story points or a few character arcs that are not as fleshed out and maybe a few story points that are a little forced, a little contrived here and there that I can nitpick. Um, and, but I have less, I have more <laughs> criticism than he does. And so, uh, just, and so him not being really mad or upset with a lot of the stuff that they do, I'm not particular. again, I'm not particularly looking for it or getting mad or like upset like oh jesus practiced the sermon on the mount how dare they jesus knows everything um and there's the same i'm pretty sure these are a lot of the same people who were happy that jesus was mending his wound in episode three of season one and i'm like mm, uh that's kind of the same thing that they're going for but okay um yeah that's that's that subject <laughs> i'm always with the chosen i like everything that they do um, overarching themes. That's what we were talking about. How did I get so off topic? It's not off topic. It's about the chosen. You know, this, this podcast is talking about the chosen, so it's fine. I well, I will accept it. I will give myself a pass. I might be biased because it's me, but I will give myself a pass on all of all of this this off topic, quote unquote, stuff that I'm talking about. It's all relating to the chosen. It's fine. You guys like it, I think. So, um. This episode, episode two, um, we, I mean, just, it's, it's, there's not much to say about it because it's, 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 albeit a shorter episode of the show as well, um, I believe, yeah, it's, it's not as, I said before, it's not as consequential to the main story, but it is, 
I mean, still every episode of the show is great. It's, it's kind of like season two, episode three. Um, if you remember the episode, Matthew 424 is the title of it. And it's where it's just the episode, just the disciples are talking around a campfire about their beliefs and views on Jesus and Jewish culture. And, and it, it doesn't really have anything to do with the main story, but it is it's still enjoyable and engaging and it's likable nonetheless. Like you still sit there and watch it. Um, and I still do at least, um, I still enjoy it and it still makes sense within the world of the chosen. It's kind of like this episode, but it doesn't have, it's, it doesn't have as much weight to the overall story of, of the chosen in general, obviously it's, it's, it's still a great episode though. I mean, I still enjoy it. There's still a lot of great moments in it. Um, Nicodemus, Eric Avari, don't even get me started. He's he's a fantastic actor. As I said before, definitely maybe on a little bit of a, of a higher notch of uh, acting than maybe a few of the other people. Uh, don't get mad. Nothing against the other actors, as I said before. Just I just think he is, is phenomenal. He got his own. He's at the top of the call sheet in this season. In the intros, they're always an Eric Avari. I hope I'm saying that right. Sorry. As Nicodemus. Um... He's at the top of the call sheet, so obviously he's, he's some kind of great acting force. And I think he definitely shows because he's just... Again, this material with the wrong actor could come off and 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 be presented on screen in a completely different light. And def- and like it could be half as likable as he is because it just his, his curiosity and his interest in Mary Magdalene and Jesus is just so endearing and engaging that... You do. It's like it's just it's just so well the way he portrays this character and the material that he was given. Yes, I'm giving credit to Dallas Jenkins and the writing crew for 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 their material, but it's it's still very tricky. And just the actor that they chose is he just nails it. Um, he he just brings this endearing curiosity that you just want him to find out about Jesus. And and an episode. It's the wedding, so episode five. It's no, yes, episode five. It's just so heartbreaking to see him, and no, it's up. No, what? Uh, 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 wait a minute. Okay, whatever episode it is where the Jesus, ah, I need to brush up on my details, but where Jesus and the disciples are leaving and uh, leaving for Capernaum. No, they're leaving Capernaum, and Nicodemus is just so sad. Um, like he, because you can tell that he just wants to be with them with every ounce of his being, but he's too afraid to leave the community that he's in. It's just, it's just such an endearing moment. He just plays the character so well, just so heart wrenching. That scene, that that moment. It's his acting is just phenomenal. He's great. He's amazing. And I'm just saying that he's just a great actor. Um, he's amazing. And this episode is the beginning of his curiosity and his interest in Mary Magdalene and Jesus, and. Um, just the healing of Mary. He's just his his. He's just great. A great actor. Um, also, Elizabeth Tabish Tabish Tabish. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, she does a great job as Mary Magdalene. Um, kind of the the 180 and 180 turnaround from Lilith and uh, to Mary Magdalene. And still, I think it's great every time uh, somebody calls her Lilith. I just <laughs> her obvious irritation to. Um, when someone calls her that, and she's like, it's it's not Lilith anymore. <laughs> just, I think that's just funny, and I get great every time. Um, someone's like, yeah, Lilith here, and she's just, mm. um, so I just think that's great. Um, and just, 
yeah, and just how different she is in episode one compared to episode two. Um, yeah, some of it's hair and makeup and and appearance and everything, but her acting is definitely a, a huge part of um, how different Mary is from season one, episode one, and season one, episode two. Like just the complete change that's happened. Um, it's just. It's definitely a huge credit to her acting ability. So, yes, the actors on The Chosen are great. They're fantastic actors. All of them are. They're amazing. Jonathan Rumi, Paris Patel, um, Elizabeth Tabish, yeah. all of the other. Shahar Isaac, Shahar? Shahar Isaac, Noah James, all of them. They're all great. They're amazing. Um, they all do such a great job. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's all I have to say on this episode. It's a shorter episode. So, thus, this is a bit of a shorter episode, kind of. Um, but, I mean, it's just still a great episode. Every episode of The Chosen is great. Um, they, like I said, there's just this consistent quality level throughout the entire show that it maintains throughout every episode. Um, so, it's just, it's just great. It's all great. It's amazing. The Chosen is just a great show. Um, yeah. So, I'd probably give this episode, if I had to rate it, a 9 out of 10. As I said before, this is, this is probably going to be the rating that I give... <laughs> for most of the episodes, except for some, a few chosen, three, see what I did there, these three chosen episodes that I call the Trinity, and they're my favorite episodes of the show, I'd probably give those a 10 out of 10, and we'll see those coming up soon, um, but yes, that is my review on the chosen season one, episode two, hope you enjoyed, uh, make sure to follow this podcast to get notified whenever I drop a new episode, um, follow me on Instagram at the ch- against the current underscore the chosen. Um, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.